Korean air is made of. Excellence in flight. Korean air. Saturday, March the 23rd. Is it the 23rd? It's Saturday, March 23rd. This is show number 86. Here we go. Good evening, good evening. Welcome to show number 86. I am your host, Gummo. This is the Hacker. <laughs> this is the podcast. I was going to say this is a Hacker's podcast. It's just the podcast. Anyhow, it was brought to my attention on the previous, I don't know, uh, that like I, the last few shows, it's like been show 84 when it was 83 and 83 when it was 85 and so forth. I, you know, hey been through a lot of shit in the past couple months and so i was lucky to even pull those off but yeah i get it it's show number 86 here we are in chicago it's uh, a little chilly it's good to be back in the windy city i've been away for about six days took a little trip down south Got a little R and R. Cleared the head, thought about things. <laughs> Feeling a lot better. So I get back, right? So I uh, I get back. When when did I get back? Friday. And uh, I opened my inbox up, and it was literally uh, stuffed full of mail, both physical and virtual. 
Uh, it's taken me a day or so to get through it all, but uh, here I am getting through it. And the weather here is still miserable. I hate to say that. I hate to, you know, I always hate to sound like Debbie Downer when I'm talking about the weather here in Chicago, but it, you know, obviously it's only during the winter months, right? Sucks. God. Anyhow, uh, you know, with that said, it's not that bad though. It's, there's no snow on the ground. There's no treacherous ice. There's no trains to get on. <laughs> Haven't been on a train in a while. Uh, and I'm really loving that. Definitely not missing riding on a train. So, uh, you know, spring break, of course, is uh, underway in parts of South Florida. And, and on my way back to Chicago, I had to stop in, you know, flew into Miami. And it was literally uh, pancaked full of uh people for young young people younger people the people you people i don't know who <laughs> i don't know but uh, a lot of people there were, were there for spring break and um it's just getting underway as i said and it was you know my timing wasn't that well right so i've it was just ah but uh spend the night in miami and and just kind of did my thing and uh, flew up to Jacksonville for a little bit, did my thing, and uh, here I am. So it's it's been sort of a whirlwind trip. I was in a place that they, uh, I was at a place, I don't know, I'll go say. So, you know, over the past year, maybe two, I've been talking about visiting Garuja, and I had the chance to check out Garuja. It was nice. And then I wanted to check out something else. And it was a little south of there. They call it the Magic Island, Florinopolis, Brazil. Uh, and yeah, so uh, maybe you should Google that and um, keep that in the back of your mind. So yeah, it's it's been a little whirlwind of travel. It's it's um, uh, good to be back here, as I said, with a clean slate, fresh, fresh ideas, fresh mind, fresh whatever. The weather still sucks, as I said. There's no leaves on the trees, you know? It's, I guess that's what, and it, and it looks so weird, right? So when you're coming from like a, a tropical, to me, tropical, <laughs> when you're coming from a location that's more vegetative, more vegetative, vegetative, vegetative. I don't know. Uh, it's it's kind of a it's kind of it's just kind of a unique experience to rediscover the, you know the lack of vegetation. <laughs> to me, it is. I don't know. How about you? What's going on with you? Hopefully, everything's well in your your side of the planet your side of the neighborhood, your side of wherever you are, listening to this, listening to me, listening to us. Uh, and, you know, the, the past few shows, uh, you know, as I said, there's been a lot going on uh, on my side of the world, uh, both both in, in many retrospects. And so, um, you know, we, we meaning uh, Crash and I, we, we kind of got on the whole thing of we wanted to share some of the talks um, that him and I both really enjoyed listening to. And I, of course, wanted to pass the, those along to you as well. And don't, don't crucify me too much for maybe perhaps overdoing it on the um, talks, but I really felt like, you know, the talks that we played on the previous shows were, were pretty cool. And um, yeah, I, so no regrets there, but I, I may have overdone it by a show or two with too many of them. So I'm giving you the nod in that regard as well. Uh, and, and yeah, I'm, I'm definitely um, aware of that. And so with, with that said, I'll, I'll try to do as much as I can um, ad hoc this evening. And we'll kind of roll roll the time time back. I uh, wanted to say, spin a, send a special shout out. Hey, uh, hey, Ice, I saw you, and um, it's good to see you as well. Uh, yeah, and uh, Ice, yeah, uh, hit me up. 
hit me private message me i'm still trying to get around to things uh let's jump in <laughs> let's jump into the news shall we i was thinking of having some sort of like um you know audio clip like it's the news it's the news it's the news but that kind of sound really silly uh listen folks if you haven't heard about this uh it's quite unique it's not quite unique it's kind of a spin on an old scam back in the day back when you only had home phones or people mostly had home phones uh there there were pay services such as one nine hundred services nine seven six numbers and and if you are from that era you pretty much are nodding your head going yeah i remember those uh in the in the late night during late night television uh or late night cable television or late night local news or late night local programming rather you would have these uh adult laden commercials like um you know like an adult chat line or a, they were basically party lines and you would have to dial a special prefix like 976 or 1900 and it would bill your telephone number um, like 299 a minute or so forth and you would be responsible for those charges uh, during your next phone bill cycle and so that that never really went away. I mean the dynamic actually never really went away uh, and it was always it's always been around but people have gotten wise over the years and know when you know they are potentially dialing um, a number that may incur costs right and so uh, a new spin on that scam is called the one ring phone scam and it's it's becoming so pervasive that most governmental agencies are actually sending bulletins out and in one case uh it, that exactly ha has happened so the uh njccic now i don't know who i have no clue who the njccic is <sighs> anyhow whoever they are they uh they go on to report that they've received numerous reports of phone scams known as wangri which is japanese for one ring and drop Automated dialing machines work through large ranges of phone numbers, intentionally ringing up one at a time. It, now, if you remember back in the day, I don't know if you guys remember back in the day, but there was an old program way back in the day. I'm, I'm really dating myself. I'm maybe 94, 93. It was a, it was a program called PageFuck. And you could actually still find it on certain websites out there. And it would take advantage of your computer's modem and it would do that. It would dial random numbers in a pager string and page, it would page a number and then it would give your target would have, you know, you would put your target's telephone number in. And basically you, it, the program would dial thousands and thousands of telephone numbers and leave a pager code like 911 and then your target, your victim's phone number rather. And it would do that relentlessly for thousands and thousands and thousands of calls. And basically, it was an old school form of denial of service for someone's telephone. Uh, and unfortunately, it's, uh, it could still rather be effective. Uh, and be, be careful with these kind of things. But nevertheless, this is actually kind of a new spin on that. Anyhow, uh, repeatedly and frequently um, phoning these... Uh, phone number ranges at random intervals. Uh, these phone scams show up as unrecognized or spoofed missed calls, hoping the target calls back. Now, if successful, the, the threat actor attempts to keep the target on the phone as long as possible as the call has potentially been routed to a premium rate service to be automatically billed 
hefty charges. Uh, incoming calls may also appear to be spoofed domestic and international numbers, unknown caller or unknown caller ID. Spoofed international calls have appeared to be calling from countries such as Slovenia, Belarus, and Morocco. If the target blocks unrecognized or suspicious numbers, threat actors stay ahead of the game and change the numbers they use. It is not possible to block calls that appear as unknown caller or no caller ID. And as I said, it's it's sort of hard to it's really sort of hard to stop these sort of things uh, unless you really consider changing the the way phone numbers actually work. Uh, and then again, it's it's simply a game of cat and mouse. Uh, and so I was speaking to one one of my friends down in uh, the southern hemisphere, and uh, she she was actually telling me or you know, and we were talking about the whole um, the whole phone spamming thing, you know, the robocall thing. And she came up with a pretty good idea. And that was basically, you know, when you phone a number, you should have a voice verification like who is, you know, it's basically old school phone screening, right? It, 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 so like when someone dials your phone, you could have it, you could either have a, you, so two ways, right? You could have have it when someone dials your phone, uh your your phone will answer and say good you know hello who is this and then you would you would say your name as the greeter and then that is that is interpreted and say hey you have a call from so and so now you know it's not foolproof right and you know there would be a great option to disable uh, some sort of feature like that but it would be a start I suppose and uh, I don't know I thought you know I thought I'd share that with you guys uh, and I asked her if I could she knows I have a little podcast uh, in other news a man paid a hacker to get nude photos from a student in college from her snapchat account uh, in Orlando Florida a man has been arrested after paying a computer hacker to target a University of Central Florida student's snapchat account and extort her for nude photos according to the UCF Police Department uh, John Thompson, in May 2018, paid a computer hacker he found through a website, 4chan, to target his ex-girlfriend's sister's account in order to obtain nude photos and videos. Police went on to say that Thompson also supplied the hacker with the victim's name, birthday, phone number, and username. Police also went, to, went on to say that the computer hacker then messaged the victim and requested her login information for her Snapchat account. Eventually, the hacker was able to convince the victim to share her login information. The victim, of course, received a notification that her Snapchat login was used in Canada. Her login information was then changed, stopping her from using the app. The victim called the hacker who demanded that she send sexual images and videos in order to get her login information back. Police also said the hacker then threatened to post all the nude photos of her and videos of her stored on her account to the internet if she phoned the authorities. Friends of the victim then began to receive nude images of the victim through Snapchat. Those friends then contacted the hacker to stop sending the photos, but the hacker said once the victim sends the photos that she would get her login information back. Police said several months later, the victim was made aware that her photos and videos were posted to the internet. The issue was then reported to the UCF Police Department. 14 explicit photos were uploaded to the site, police say, and the images also included the victim's name and Instagram account. The victim received another text message from an unknown number. Police went on to say that the message included a photo from her hacked Snapchat account and a picture of her father's Facebook account and her mother's phone number. Uh, and it, it just, it, it, you know, after back and forth with um, the hacker, the authorities told the hacker that they were speaking with law enforcement in hopes that they would not send the images to the victim's family. Police said moments later, the victim received a call from Thompson, who is the sister's ex-boyfriend. God, it's like a novel. After speaking to authorities, Thompson admitted to soliciting a computer hacker in order to get the woman's Snapchat account in May, police said. He also admitted to sharing the personal information of the victim with the hacker in order to get explicit images, which he received through a shared Dropbox account with the hacker. 
Uh, police went on to say that Thompson had created multiple fake, fake Instagram accounts in order to talk to the victim. He used the accounts to ask for the victim's new Snapchat handle after she deleted her hacked account. Thompson solicited the hacker to target the victim because the woman's appearance is similar to her sister's who he dated previously and refused to send nude photos to him, police said. Uh, the police went on to say he was booked into the Orange County Jail uh, and has since been released. Uh, Thompson was charged with two counts of extortion uh, and sexual cyber harassment and stalking police went on to say now listen this is a uh, this is scumbaggery at the it's it's rarest form and i know but uh this this type of stuff happens all of the time and so if if these if, if these things are uh coming up uh in, in such a common method it's it's almost it's almost a safe bet to say that uh maybe maybe using social media shouldn't be your number one priority and um all around, I think everybody in this this particular incident uh, loses, and that's why I wanted to bring it up, uh, because no matter what, I mean, you know, it's just not right, uh, and you shouldn't do things like these, and uh, no matter who has pissed you off, doing something like this uh, is not only, you're not only going to harm the the person that, you're, that you choose to harm, you're also going to eventually um, l lose you may not lose on in that round, but eventually you'll slip up and um, you'll lose. So, uh, you know, there's more clever ways to get revenge. Trust me, and that's certainly no way to do it. And it's not only it's just it's really the uh, it's a form of scumbaggery. And so, um, ho hopefully, hopefully the young lady will be able to recover from that uh, unfortunate incident. And the, and another reason is uh, re reason I wanted to share this uh, with everybody is that this this is becoming more and more of a thing, right? So be careful what you put out there in social media. Be extremely careful what you put out there on social media. Uh, and if you're you are not ready for the entire world to see it, then don't put it out there on social media. Uh, and it's you know it's kind of a good idea not to store your photos uh, in social media accounts either. Or in the cloud or whatever. Uh, yeah. And so by the time, but I don't know, I, I guess by the time we are able to engineer and upload this uh, podcast, I don't know. It's, I believe that another social media platform, Google Plus is finally going away. And everyone who has had a Google Plus account and people that who have not even signed up for Google Plus are getting notifications from Google in their Google powered phone or notification system or something that's powered by Google, which is always listening. And uh, they are telling users and non-users, from what I understand, that the service will be going away. Uh, in April. So if you have a Google Plus account, you may want to see if there are any old photos up there that you may, or videos or something that you may wish to download or delete or whatever. Well, we're going to talk about Beto, Beto O'Rourke, the recent presidential candidate who was a member of the CDC. Uh, but the tab that we had open for that particular article, our story has... Uh, crashed so i have a bad feeling that if i close anything and mess with anything we'll lose it so anyhow uh one of the old crew from the cdc is running for president so yeah that makes me feel pretty old uh the cd <laughs> yeah right the cdc is um an old one of the very first hacking groups also known as Cult of the Dead Cow. You can uh, actually get to their website from our website. The, the link has always lived on our website. Uh, you still live on the homepage. Now, uh, um, actually, this is so great having a, a web browser in front of me. If you go to hackers.xxx and click on any one of the links, uh, you'll see a link called CalFeed. And if you click on CalFeed, it will take you to CDC's website, Cult of the Dead Cow. Uh, and it seems that ever since 
Beto has announced his candidacy for president, uh, they have taken the site to an offline sort of status. Uh, but nevertheless, CDC was one of the original founding hacker groups back in the day. And Beto O'Rourke is one of the original members, or one of the one of the members, or was a member, or something like that. I don't know. There were so many members of that back in the day. I was sleeping in a Chevrolet Chevette back then, <laughs> getting online at the library in Jacksonville. But uh, oh, so switching gears, Facebook, right? <laughs> do you have a Facebook account? I, sadly, I do. I know, I know, I, I, I know, I know. And trust me, I know. But I do, I admit it, I, that's, I, you know, I have a Facebook account and, you know, I chat with, you know, old Aunt Donna. Not old Aunt Donna, it's, you know, old Aunt Donna. Anyhow, I love you, Aunt Donna. You know, I chat with family, right? Family and friends that I grew up with. And I don't think that... I would have the capability to chat with them if, through any other medium. I mean, even if I sent the, what, 20 people on my Facebook friends list a link to some encrypted, you know, chat that they would, you know, where you have to share pre-signed DSA keys and I, it, it just wouldn't happen, right? And so that's why we are, you know, it's what they know. It's what you know how to Anyhow, Facebook keeps fucking up. Uh, everything from executives who have already jumped uh, to it's just things are coming apart. Uh, more policy risks. Uh, and most recently, they stored millions of users' passwords in plain text. Uh, and then you have scamming going on uh, as well from uh, as recent as someone stealing uh, millions, hundreds of millions of dollars from what? I don't even know what that is. And, you know, it's just falling apart for Facebook and you should actually be part of that. And I <laughs> listen, listen, it, you know, I, I don't, I really don't give a shit either way about the Facebook thing. It's, you know, it, eventually it'll wind up like MySpace, and everybody knows it will. Even Google is shutting theirs down and look, it's Google. Uh, and it, as as times and, and tastes dictate, uh, MySpace will be headed to the shitter as well, and as it already has. Uh, and a lot of the feedback that I get from uh, some of our younger listeners uh, confirm that theory and that notion. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, face FBSUX. <laughs> we get it. <clears throat> Oh, God. Let me get a sip of my lemonade. Uh. I don't know. I feel like... Uh, it's tough to talk. The whole jet lag thing, whatever. Finally fell asleep last night and slept into like... 10 so I'm totally up in the middle of the night <laughs> let's talk about ransomware for a while do you know what ransomware is ransomware is it's, and I'm quoting the wikipedia site so I know I, I sound silly but anyhow ransomware is a type of malicious software uh, that eventually threatens to publish the victim's data or per perpetually block access to it uh, ransomware attacks are typically carried out using a Trojan that is disguised as a legitimate file that the user is tricked into downloading or opening when it arrives as an email attachment or an SMS message or any other way. There's many, many ways to send the payload of ransomware. Starting from around 2012, the use of ransomware scams has grown internationally. There have been 181.5 million ransomware attacks in the first six months of 2018. This, makes it, this marks a 229% increase over the same time frame in 2017. In June 2013, the vendor McAfee released data showing that it had collected more than double the number of samples of ransomware that 
it had the previous year. Uh, Crypto Locker was a particular successful version of ransomware, procuring an estimated US $3 million before it was taken down by the authorities. And Crypto Wall was estimated by the US Federal of um, the FBI to have accrued over $18 million by June of 2015. And it's not a new concept, really. It's the um, it's basically um, the concept, really, of file encrypting ransomware was invented and implemented by Young and Young at Columbia University and presented at the 1996 IEEE Security and Privacy Conference. It's it is called crypto viral extortion and was inspired by the fictional face hugger in the movie Alien. It's kind of weird. All right, so it's kind of we're getting kind of off topic here, but ransomware is nothing to play around with, and it's it's something serious that um, not only uh, businesses, companies, governments, all of anything, infrastructure, ICS, all of this stuff needs to take seriously. It's something that's actually hitting businesses. Uh, it, most specifically, businesses uh, at, at at an alarming rate, and one of and most recently, one of the world's biggest aluminum producers, Norway's Norx Hydro, said it had been hit by a particular ransomware cyber attack of unknown origin, with hackers demanding a ransom. Uh, and they are known as one of the world's biggest aluminum producers. Norway's Norse Hydro said Tuesday it had been hit by a ransom cyber attack of unknown origin with the hackers demanding, of course, the ransom. Uh, so basically what had happened was, um, and it was actually described as extensive by the company as the attack began around midnight last Monday and Tuesday. Uh, so far it's had... Um, it's had an effect on all areas of the company from production. Uh, and as the company began to disconnect plants from the uh, IT system, uh, they were able to switch their, their, some, some of their plants to manual mode, which is a good thing. Uh, and of course, the identity of the hackers are uh, not known at this point. The Norway's National Security Authority, the NSM, uh, has pledged to find out who was behind the attack. Its operations center in North Cert uh, issued a warning about a ransomware program called Locker Gogo. And unfortunately for businesses, this is going to be become the norm. And now a lot of uh, <coughs> excuse me, a lot of businesses. Um, it, it's kind of a split thing. Uh, it's, it's an unfortunate reality of the times that we live in, but it really is, a, if you own a business, you should really have funds set aside for not if you get hit by a ransomware attack, but when you do. And let me, and let me just, uh, let me, let me just reiterate that if you, if you are a business and you are outsourcing your, your security yeah. And if you don't agree with me on that, just ask anybody, any real IT security professional, whether or not you should outsource your information technology security. Just thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> so, uh, and, and it, and, and it, you know, Atlanta is still recovering from their ransomware attack last year. Atlanta actually chose not to pay when they could have paid and been up and running and created a system onto the side of it. And it, there's there's a lot of what ifs. There's a lot of, and again, it's like Ford or Chevy, I guess, from the 70s or 60s or whatever. You know, it's, you know, do you pay it or do you not? Um, and most real professionals will tell you that, yes, you should pay it. The UK's police federation has also confirmed that it has been hit. It's a union-like organization in the United Kingdom, and they represent over 100,000 police officers. Uh, ransomware hit them as well at the federation's Surrey's Surrey headquarters on March the 9th, but it was only revealed 
last week that uh, several databases and small email and systems were encrypted. Uh, and so it goes to you know from from the NHS attacks from WannaCry uh, it, to these recent attacks. It's it's really something to take seriously if you are uh, in in the information technology security section of life and what you should do in case uh, that happens to you or if when it happens to you. Do you have a plan together? And not only, and when I say happens to you, it means anywhere, right? Business, personally, whatever. I mean, what's your plan if you get hit with, what is your plan if you get hit with a ransomware attack in five minutes? Like all of the stuff on your telephone. Think about that. Look at your, look at your mobile device. Like seriously, look at your mobile device and think about what you would be able to do in five minutes from now if your device uh, had, you know, was locked had skull and crossbones on it had a jolly roger on it you know it was pirate flag floating what would you do how would you feel as you begin to lose control of everything that you maintain from a day-to-day -day basis and you're just watching and you just can't do nothing about it and then you start then you start to discover that all of the services that you were once using to live your life are no longer there and the things that you were using with those services are being shared with others and again that's some scumbaggery kind of th stuff but it happens the best defense is a good offense right or how does that go <laughs> i don't know a lot of people have been talking about samsung and apple lately you know, the um, whole foldable phone thing. That's kind of silly. A photo, a fold, a, a folding phone. I mean, it's not silly, but a folding, big ass screen folding in half. I have a folding phone. It's a flip phone. <laughs> silly, man. It's more the same, right? It's Galaxy this, Samsung that, Apple this. Apple has a new event this this Monday at the Steve Jobs Theater where they're going to announce more half-ass upgrades to their products. And I don't think Apple's made a really good laptop since, what, 2014? I don't know. <sighs> For the love of God. Listen, uh, check our website out at hackers.xxx. We're still here. We're still doing the podcast. Actually, we'll get back to a more frequent thing. Uh, now that I got my shit more or less together. Uh, coming up this April, there's a ton of events. So that means that you should check out the events page on our lovely, very ultra-informative website at hackers, www.hackers.xxx. Uh, we have updated the events page, if I haven't told you the past four or five shows. Uh, lots of great information, lots of great uh, events coming up for the month of April. You should really check that out. And also, it's that time of year, kids. So yes, we will be changing the site from black to white for the summer colors. Yay! Uh, and with that said, I'm going to go ahead and just send out um, a couple emails to some <laughs> replies to some of our uh to, to our friends out there and thank you for the thank you everybody for the uh the wonderful emails lately if you know why you know why thank you nothing cheers a cheers a guy like me up more than a nice a nice smile or just saying hey or something like that uh and so yeah uh we we are a little slacked on time this evening so that's where the show's going to come i don't know what i don't know so check it out. Uh, you could check out you could check out everything you need at the website hackers.xxx uh, for the show podcast events. You could even download a copy of Tipple OS. I'll be back next weekend to go ahead and go over. So I want to talk about some some what what do I want to talk? I want to talk about the hard some hardware, the latest some latest technology shit, right? Like some latest computers and and you know. And I talk about mobile mobile devices, but they're all the same, really. I mean, really, they are. No matter, how, I mean, 
They really are. Sorry. Sorry. But uh, let's talk about some computers or something next weekend when I get back here. Uh, it's good to be back in the city, and uh, hopefully the weather will improve. But I doubt it, because every time I'm in Chicago, it's snowing or the weather's shitty. So with that said, enjoy your spring break. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, some friends next week. Oh, I'm going to be... Hang on. Shit. Hang on. I'm trying to look at... Yes, I'm looking at a mobile device. <sighs> now, I don't have a smartphone. I have an iPod. And I was I was looking at I was trying to look for this event that uh, I'll be at Thursday in Chicago. Hang on. <clears throat> yes, I'm still looking. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> am I, oh, see, I was in the wrong, uh, okay, uh, nope, that's not it, this is weird, <sighs> uh, Anyhow, I'm trying to look at this event. It's in Chicago. It's this week. Let's see. Uh, you know what? Hang on. I, now, see, now I have to go to a computer. I want to see what this is. It's an event, and if you can make it in Chicago, that would be pretty. That would be pretty cool. Uh, I click this. Okay, here we go. Um, All right, uh, coming up in Chicago this week, I will be attending the Cy Chicago Cybersecurity Conference March the 27th at the Doubletree Hilton Hotel on the Magnificent Mile. Uh, you could go to future con events and register and attend. I believe it is free. And uh, I, I will be there all day. Uh, the chief security strategist for Citrix will be speaking. I believe he's one of the keynote keynote speakers. And I want to hear what... And there's also some uh, a panel discussion about dark web insider threats and cyber resilience and all that stuff. And so, again, uh, it is the Chicago Cybersecurity Conference. And I will be in attendance March the 27th. It's at the Doubletree by Hilton Hotel in Chicago on the Magnificent Mile. And I hope to see you there. I don't know if I'm going to wear a suit or not. I may just wear jeans. Maybe I should wear all black. I don't know. Anyhow, hope hope to see you there at the FutureCon. And uh, if I do see you there, don't be afraid. Just come and say hello. That's kind of it. That's all we got. Uh, thanks for listening. This And, and check out the website again. Uh, there's a lot of good events on the events page. I, I'm not trying to... I'm not really... I'm, if you if you saw our website you'd really agree i'm not trying to get clicks or anything it's really i'm not it's uh it's but uh the i i really believe that the events on the events page are are, are pretty cool i mean if you want to check it out uh and with that said folks thanks for tuning in i will check you out on the next show i uh, 
what is that next week next sunday next saturday i don't know and until then please take care of yourself do something good with your skills do something positive stay smiling that's what it's all about and hopefully i can see you in chicago this week at the whatever the hell it was i just told you and and until then we'll talk to you later for show number 87 till then take care of yourself i love you all talk to you later bye